Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. You are now tuned in to the Believe Podcast Network. Do you believe? That's right. Biggest podcast. Oh, yeah. I'm your host, Daddy McDuke. I'm joined as always by Dr. Hoji the Electric Smoji. That's right. AFC champion Bengals. This is the number one show of the number one AFC team, the number two team in the NFL. Can you believe it? Daddy is stunned. He's stunned. I knew this would happen. I knew this would happen. This man has waited for this day all of his life. How are you, John? You know, I'm not going to freeze in the moment like our mustached friend up there. Um, you know, you got to face the music, man. You know, sometimes yeah, you can't. High. Yeah, you can't let it get to you. And you know, John, I was thinking about this the other day. In fact, I was thinking about this today. I was thinking, you know, you can't really expect to win a Super Bowl. And you can't expect to go back to a Super Bowl. There are so many luck factors involved. I mean, like, uh, I'm going to put it really frankly. I'm going to put it on the table. The, the, to me, the best team this year was the Buffalo Bills. They had it all. They, if we had played them, we might not have won. I'm going to be frank. But that's just how the chips fell. That's just how the dice landed. You can't expect to win a Super Bowl, but you can expect to have an enjoyable season. You can expect to have an exciting season. You can expect to look great and to have heroes and have heroic stories. And that's what we had. And yeah, if things had gone differently in the game, we the Bengals would have won, for sure. Maybe this would have gone different, that would have gone different. The Bengals were overpowered. But that doesn't really matter because it is a game. There were games when they were really not supposed to win, but they did, John. What do you think? Yeah, so so just for the people who don't know, in case you know you weren't one of the 113 million people who watched the Super Bowl, the Bengals played the Los Angeles Rams and lost a back and forth game, a very entertaining game, one of the more entertaining Super Bowls in recent memory. A lot of good things happened for both sides. They lost that game 23 to 20, and I, you know, Hoji, you make a good point. The Bengals weren't the best team on paper in this game. They weren't the best team on paper in the playoffs, and they managed to get right. this far off of a lot of things that aren't necessarily sustainable from a year-long basis. But you know, man, I feel like we've done this show, you, you and I. I remember yeah. my, my first show on here. It was with you. We were covering the draft. Daddy wasn't even in the picture, just like he's not in the picture right now. We and don't we, need we, were, we were talking about you know this team coming back from that 2015 run, losing yeah. in the playoffs. And little, little did we know, Hoji, that it would be five, six years of just absolute dread after yeah. that. You know, and, and we had no idea what to expect, but we've come so far on this show talking about this team, and the team has come an equally greater distance in terms of just getting out of the basement that they were in to now 
being in the Super Bowl. And I think that's worth cherishing. It's worth recognizing the growth. At that time, I was paying to be on this show, and now I get paid five cents per second. It, it's it's phenomenal. Yeah. You know, before taxes take that out the other four cents. But yeah, that you taxes. He taxes his own salary, so it ends up you owe him money. Yeah, and that, now there's yeah. going to be performance boost for him, and I don't, I don't know what that's going to do to our, do to our salary. But, but seriously, John, I agree. And you know, I was thinking about it. Uh, to use a metaphor that kind of sticks with me and resonates with me, the Bengals are kind of like the Bernie Sanders uh, of football. You root for them. You vote for them. You hope the best for them. Deep down, you know it's not going to go all the way. That's how I feel anyways. I kind of knew it wasn't going to go all the way, but I was okay with that. Because I'm in it for the ideals. I'm in it for the colors. I'm in it for the fun. And I think that's how anybody should be of any team. Because there are so many great NFL teams that don't win rings. It's true. And there's so many great quarterbacks that only only get to this moment maybe a couple times. And they only win it once. Joe Burrow is 25 years old. He's in his second year. This is not going to be the only time he's going to have a chance at this. But have you ever gotten uh, sick of watching the Green Bay Packers with Aaron Rodgers? I haven't. I still think of them as a, a high-caliber team. They don't, they don't go to the Super Bowl every year. It's just a, a game, as I guess what I'm, I'm saying. I think Dadio's back, by the way. Daddy, why yeah. don't you join us? I yeah. know you're heartbroken, but, but come on, man. Yeah. That was, by the way, that was a test because I read something recently about how important it is to get assistance that you can trust. And I wanted to see if I could trust wow. you guys to carry on. Yeah, You read now? Yes, but we'll get to that later. But look, welcome to the number one Bengals podcast, joined by Dr. Hoji, Dr. Gasmoji, and John, Peter, Paul, and Mary Sheeran. Nice. Yes, and look, before we get to the game, Courtney is very upset that I wasn't here to do the promotion. So real quick, we got to talk about Brinks.tv, where you can watch this live stream. It is being streamed, and you can also watch... Courtney wants me to talk about her new podcast, Cruise Control. Wow. Which is hosted by Ted Cruz. Oh, no. And not, it not is about all the different things that Ted Cruz wants to control and should control, like education oh, and who gets oh, to become Lord. a citizen and all that kind of a stuff. Oh, Fantastic Matt. podcast. That's definitely. Poor Courtney. Yeah. But well, look, at least he grew a beard. So it's yes. another bearded individual on Brinks.tv. You got a beard. Yes. It does a lot for the face. Yes, the, the beer are the ones that like to control stuff. But look, the Bengals picks, we're, we're not going to ask you to sign up there. You can sign up and you can play next Well, what year. would you pick at this now. stage? Well, at Bengals pick, I mean. Well, it's never, you know, you, know, you can pick, uh, I don't know. Pick you the can, grass. You can pick what their off-season plans will be. You can pick the empty parking to. space you want yeah. in front of the Coliseum. Yeah. But go look, you can go to patreon.com slash sports and support the team, support us, obviously. Okay, so I want to take a second to talk about NordVPN. NordVPN, look, you can use this in 59 different countries. You can hide your your VPN. You can hide who you are. You can be whoever you want. You can watch whatever you want. It is amazing. It is the fastest VPN. It is, it is the cheapest VPN. I mean, you can get this 70% off when you go to nordvpn.com slash B-L-E-A-V believe. You get 70% off. And you get one month free and a 30-day back guarantee. You put that all together, it's basically free. It's amazing. And let's say you're in the airport. Not just can you access all these different streams. You know, you can watch your favorite movies like Sparta, Ekaterina, Vongo Zero, all these different foreign movies and TV shows. Like I said, it's more secure. 
which let's say you're at the airport, you are sharing secret recipes, secret spices, or let's say your login info for patreon.com slash dhsports, where you can go and become a patron for the show. Let's say that was hacked and all of a sudden you've been moved to a higher tier of patrons because that obviously that has nothing to do on our end. That is hackers. That's why you're being charged more for being a patron than you intended. At any rate, you get NordVPN, you, you're going to be more secure. And it has been called a, a Swiss army knife of VPNs because of all the different things that you can do. Fun fact, Switzerland is another country where you can pretend to be when you're NordVPN. Why pay all this money for vacationing? And all these different stuff, you just take NordVPN, you can see the whole world. NordVPN.com slash believe, B-L-E-A-V. But look, we have a very a special guest today. Oh, yeah. That I want to bring in to talk about what happened in that Super Bowl. Because there's magic. so much that we have to break down. This man is magic. I call him Magic Mike. He is Magic Mike Santagata. Welcome Do to it show. to us. Do the magic. Mike. Look, Mike, how are you doing? How are you feeling after this, this very... It's very, very difficult game to get over. Mike, don't forget to unmute. Thank you. Yeah, terrible. Thanks for asking. You're doing terribly. Now, look. But, but terrible with a smile. Terrible with yeah. a smile. We're all that's a good, that's a good yeah. way to be. That's a good way to be. You, so you're, you're laughing on the outside, crying on the inside. My therapist says that's bad. But uh, my grandma says that's the way to live. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm with grandma. Uh, you know, it's yeah. supposed to have released my uh, endorphins and stuff, you know, make me feel better. That's a good approach. Now, Mike, there's so many questions about this game. This topic is technically called Super Burn, cupped two pieces. I don't know where this stuff comes from, but apparently it's talking about the fact that Cooper Cup won the MVP and they couldn't stop Super burn. the game. Yeah. yeah. Super burn I mean, is what is what Daddy feels when he goes to the bathroom ever having too much spicy food. He really choked that one out. Yeah, but look, Mike, I want to ask you about Joe Burrow's play. I've been hearing a lot of his stuff about his play, and it's funny. It's funny because Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl, when he had bad blocking, and it was because of injuries, they had a better line before the injuries. You know, he threw two interceptions, and people were praising his incomplete passes. Joe Burrow goes out there, you know, throws a touchdown. He puts up, you know, a couple of big chunk plays. And, you know, you could say maybe he missed a couple of receivers here and there, but, I mean, come on, with that kind of pressure. Like, you know the numbers. I mean, the, the pressure that was on him it was, was a tidal not, wave. It was not worthy. Yeah, it was not worthy of a Super Bowl team. It, so, was, it was like trying to run against the ocean. It was, like, it was like trying to fly when you jump off a plane. It was like the man, every time he would say, Seth Huck, these, these very angry, is it just me or is the Rams defensive line angrier than other defensive lines? They were so angry. They just kept running in and hitting the poor man and then bending his knee. Just let yeah. him get one playoff. Yeah, well, we could, yeah actually, we can, we can go to Joe, the next topic, which also very, a strange name. A, a very, yeah, Joe Green and Barrow. Yo. His annual wreck-up. This is referring to the fact that he gets injured at the end of every year. But so, Mike, yeah, what would you, how would you evaluate his play? Uh, fine. I don't know. It wasn't good. It wasn't one of his better games. But we have a pass block win rate and whatever you think of that stat of 18%. And you have a combined PFF score of 24. 
<laughs> these numbers are terrible and they're usually if they're off they're not going to be off by well actually that that offensive line gave a great performance they were they were awful and uh, yeah. they tried to mitigate it with three-step drops quick game burrows making one read and just get that ball out or make something happen even when he has the block and he feels like oh i can't check the other side of the field i just got to go so I don't know. You give a lot of leeway for people that don't have to deal with that every uh, game, but when it finally catches up to Burrow because you're playing the best defensive line in the league and the greatest defensive player of possibly all time, uh, I don't know. It, it seems like you don't get the leeway of, well, you didn't really have a good game and you've been dealing with that all year, so why weren't you better? Yeah. But let, let me ask you a question, Daddy. Where, who wrote these titles? They're very negative on the Bengals. I assume it was Super Courtney. Burn. Courtney, was that... I don't, because she's not the Bengals fan, so. No, 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 so no. Negative. Courtney Joe did not Green and Bero. Courtney Joe Green and Bero. Why, why is the negativity? Who wrote these, 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 these titles? I don't know. Was it not John? No, no guys, you know, reminded. you know, I don't write these. You know, I just okay. pass on what I'm given here. Like I, I have who's responsible for this. Hold on. Give me one sec. Daddy, oh, John, you three really need thicker skin. Where are the lies? The Bengals were ripped to shred, shreds by Cooper Cup. The offensive okay. of, of the, they, they simply couldn't stop him in the clutch. They had a waiver wire addition. Eli Apple trying to cover him. Come on. And okay, don't. So hold on, hold on. This is, I just want to, uh, sorry guys. This is our production designer, Anik. And he's, he's responsible Ooh. for the titles. Anik, and, why uh, are you so negative, man? Yeah, what what is going on with these titles? You're, you're too young was... to be that negative. Oh, come on. They should have won when OBJ got out. You're okay. the young generation. Hope rests with you, my child. Uh, I, I thought they were going to win, but... I know. <laughs> it hurts. Listen, I have a stepson who was your age the last time they lost like this. And I was going to rename him Jamar if they would have won. He's actually happy that they lost. He didn't want to be renamed. He liked his name. Yeah. So, see, there's a, there's a silver lining. Yeah, and it, I mean, really, if we could just, because, look, the Inquirer, there's a lot of controversy with the title they put. We, we have to, look, we have, a lot, we have to make money. You know that. You know, I mean, you, you know that we have He's to. All about, all about, is all about money. Anik yeah. is very ruthless. If Anik is anything, it's ruthless. Yeah. So... We're going to need you to put a more positive spin on this, okay, Anik? Can you do Anik, that? Anik, is he paying you? Because he's not paying us. You don't and, have you know, to child, you don't child, have labor laws, child labor laws are very serious. Anik, you don't have to answer that. Okay, okay but well, I'll, yeah. some, I'll give some good attitude. Good. Yeah. Good. So, Anik, you, you're, you're basically saying that these, these kind of, this, this, this kind of negativity directed towards the team was deserved. You, you, don't, you don't think they, com they competed well enough in the Super Bowl? Yes. Okay. Well, he that is a production. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that's what he said. Anik, you're okay, doing but, a fabulous job. It's, yeah, fabulous it's great job. to have on the show. That is a production designer, Anik. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Yeah. No problem. There you go. So everybody is always blaming me for, for that kind of stuff. But wow. That was our, uh, you got the tough yeah. boss, Daddy. He's tougher than our boss. That is the you. youngest scapegoat I've ever seen, Daddy. I'm, yeah. I'm a, little, a little disappointed. Yeah. Well, actually, we, he's, he's one of our older employees. Look, let's go to the next topic the next day, please, Courtney. Now, as you know, 
the fans turned out oh, yeah. in droves to support oh, this yeah. team. And I really like, I like the attitude. I'll tell you why. This book that I was reading again, it talks about maintaining your momentum wow. and paying attention to the little things and staying focused. And it yes. gives an example. It says, you know, you shouldn't fly off when your business is doing well to fashion shows because you will lose like $9.2 billion like the author of this book did. That's great. Yeah. So you're reading, you're learning. Wait, wait a yes. minute. Hold on. You move your head. Is it? Move your head, man. Is it that book? No, move your head the other way. Is it that book behind you? You reading Trump? Are you quoting from Trump? Are we learning? Is the Bengals organization dictated by MAGA now? Look, there's a lot. This, this organization, we have, to, we have to make a comeback. We have to make a comeback. And we have to keep this business afloat. We can learn from anybody. You can learn from anywhere. Yeah, Mike. You look like you wanted to say something. Oh, no. I was just letting out a good exhale. Okay. Yes. Yes. Remember to exhale. And look. Courtney, can we pull up a video of those fans? Because what happened was the Bengals were landing. Are you going to exaggerate fan numbers now? No, look. Are you going to tell us there were fans there that weren't there? No, these are the fans. And, and, and the Bengals team, Bengals team was in the air. And they saw the fans. And they changed the direction of the flights. And they lowered the plane to show their support. And then they showed up. Right, John? That's basically what happened. Yeah, I think this is what they imagined it for la Four Seasons landscaping, though. So this is this turned out a little bit yeah. better. This is the real deal. Well, yeah. and so but, this I mean, is after this. a loss. This is after a loss. I just want to say something. Now, look, congratulations, first of all, to the entire Rams organization and their fan base, which, fun fact, are the exact same size. But yeah, it's a good. You point. look at. I've never met a Rams at, fan in my life. Really? Right. I have never met a Rams fan in my life. I do not know one thing. I do not think they have one fan other than, as you said, you know, that guy who pays the money and his, you know, his wife and, and, his, and maybe a stepmom and that's it. Yeah. But I mean, look, I want to ask Mike and John about yeah. this. That call against Logan Wilson is a bad call. Let's be honest. It was a bad call. Yeah. The first thought that came to my mind was that the refs, there was an agenda to get the Rams a Super Bowl. It was in L.A. There was all the pro-L.A. culture. And you have a big market. They get a Super Bowl. That could be very lucrative, you know, buying their fandom, essentially. What, what do you, I mean, I watched it again, and I could see how the refs would be confused. So I have kind of changed my mind. But I want to know, Mike and John, what your take is on that call. Was it just an honest mistake? Or was it, you know, the refs leaning more towards the Rams winning? Uh, honest mistake, but you know that's just the refs. They're they're full of honest mistakes uh, or dishonest. Who knows? Uh, but probably honest mistakes. That I just also so, so so Mike. The question is honest or dishonest. You got to pick one. Oh, uh, I'll go honest so that I, I uh, don't lose faith in uh, my small market team ever winning anything. All right, we'll take it. <laughs> do, 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 do I really have to answer this? No. Yes, John thinks it's dishonest. John, be honest. This is See, the first you question give, that you ask me. If you don't give an honest answer, now you are being a dishonest ref. What What do you want me to say that that he that they fixed the game? I don't think that's the case in the Super Bowl. I think that the angle of which the ref saw that, I think he was looking at. I think Wilson's back and his hand was kind of in that place where, you know, when you turn towards the break of a route, like you you kind of hand place, um, or you place your hand on a certain part to just keep with 
the receiver, and that's Cooper Cup against the linebacker, and Logan Wilson's thinking about any, anything just to stay with this route, and there wasn't any holding on the play. There was barely any contact, but even if there was contact, that's normal contact that you see on, on a route like that. At, up to that point, the refs were just calling it pretty cleanly. Like, they weren't yeah. reaching for their flags very often, and I think you did s- start to see, as the game went on, like the Rams start complaining a little bit more, and the refs kind of internalized that, and maybe that was just a case where it's a bang-bang play, and it kind of looks like something, but it's not actually anything, and then, then they just throw the flag, and it is what it is. Yeah. Look, I wouldn't be surprised if Jimmy Hoffa were buried beneath that end zone. Let, let, me, let me follow yeah. that up with another question then, okay? Why wouldn't they, and maybe there's a rule to this, why wouldn't they look at the tape? Why wouldn't they review that? Because they, they did seem to have some doubts. If I remember correctly, they had a little meeting of the minds after that call. Why, I don't think they can can't, do that. They can't, okay. I don't think we want them yeah. to do that anyway because of T. Higgins and the, the face. I thought, we were playing prison, that, I thought we were playing prison rules at that point. I, no, that's, that's how the game Higgins. was going, though. Yeah, yeah, but T. Higgins, look, T. Higgins was in position to make a play on the ball. And they said he touched his face mask, but he didn't, he didn't have enough of the face mask. And come on, offensive face mask, you don't see called very often. I don't know. No. But whatever. Congrats to the Rams. And look, the Rams, they're going to have a parade, and they're throwing in the champion Lakers and Dodgers so that they can have enough people to technically call it a parade. Yeah. They say, okay, I, li- I, I live in LA, champion. I tell you. Yeah. yeah. Nobody likes so, the Rams. Good for them. Yes, even Eric Dickerson was rooting for the Bengals. And get this, for a very ironic reason, it's because of how cheap the Rams were. That's fantastic. The Rams are so cheap, they didn't give him good seats. He turned into a Bengals fan. I love it. Wow, the irony. Look, the Bengals, it's a, it's a new day. They invested in the defense, and they got a championship-caliber defense. They didn't invest in the offensive line as much as we would have liked. And that was what cost us the championship. Now I want to go to the, along the lines and ask Mike and John yeah. what steps they need to take next. Every week I want to feature a new offensive lineman in free agency so we can give the Bengals. Look, the Bengals, look, the organization loves this show. They love this show. Oh, yeah. They're always, they're always trying to get on the show. I'm like, no, we're booked. You, we're you, booked. Know, you know that your proof room. of that is, yeah. yeah, Katie Blackburn sent me an email after the loss. Right. I don't know if yeah. you guys know that. And she just, you know, is very, very heartfelt. And Katie, thank you for that. Yeah. I think she CC'd me and Daddy on that as well. Yeah, oh, there you but go. Maybe my mistake. Yeah. So they love the show. They watch the show. They get ideas from the show. You guys are part of me. When I get respect, you get respect. So Mike and John, what, what, what kind of, what are some reasonable people that they can get, reasonable targets? Oh, I'm in hope knew- season. Uh, sorry, but yeah, I was just no, no. That. I was gonna say if we, if I knew that we had Mike on this show, and of course there's no communication in the pre-plane, and we would have talked about no. Terran Armstead for good reason. <laughs> What's yeah. the reason? Uh, I'm now a Terran Armstead fan account. Uh, Dangle second. Terran Armstead first. Because, Why you uh, like him so much? Why you like him? Uh, well, perfect scheme fit for the Bengals. Just coming from the the Saints, probably. Maybe after Trent Williams, the best tackle at blocking reach blocks on wide zone and getting to the second level and throwing those guys around. It says free agent profile James Daniels, but I'm taking this time to talk about my guy, Teron Armstead. Uh, then pass protection, very good on straight pass sets too. I mean, there's not many cases of a top five left tackle hitting free agency. And with the Saints cap issues and the way they probably want to rebuild without a quarterback, I could easily see him hitting free agency. And I mean, if you're the Bengals and you have a chance to get 
the elite of the elite at left tackle, I don't see why you wouldn't do that. I mean, perfect scheme fit. The only thing, it's just durability and age are the concerns, although well, the age concern, I doubt the Rams are upset about signing Whitworth for more than a year. <laughs> and uh, durability, I think there's a lot of luck that goes with injuries. This past year, he only played eight games, but two of that was because of COVID. And then he had a few injuries, which happens. He only missed three games in two years before that. I don't know. The, uh, my, type, my type of guy, very fun to watch, very good at every facet of the game. Um, no real weaknesses, just worried about things that, aren't up to his control. His on-field play is stellar. Yeah. Magic Mike, I get this feeling the way you talk about football, that you once played the game. Yeah, I, I was a left guard before I ruptured uh, everything in my knee. So, And wow. and how far would you have gone if you didn't have that injury? Oh, uh, nowhere. I... Uh... <laughs> I, I was a five foot ten, hundred eighty pound left guard. The, the, well, that sounds was... huge compared to Dadio. Dadio's five yeah. foot one. Well, I could have taken. Though he him. is also two hundred eighty pounds. Well, maybe I uh, couldn't have. <laughs> all those two days just end up right on the show with me, you know. Yeah. John. So, so John, do you agree or dissent with Magic Mike's opinion? Warning: we He can... played football, so he could hurt us. Taron Armstead is phenomenal, but here's why they won't sign him: because he's going to get a ton of money. He's going to get a ton of real money because, like Mike said, he is a top five left tackle when he is healthy. Now, tackle is the one position that the Bengals like to invest at least somewhat on the offensive line. But when you when you look at like the construction of the roster, they have a, a decent tackle in Jonah Williams. and They can play him at left or right, depending on where they want to. They really need guards more than anything. And James Daniels has been a guard for the Bears. He was right guard uh, this past season. He had a pass blocking grade of 68. He only gave up three sacks and you know he's gave us some pressures here and there but he's a fairly clean guy he's only 24 years old and like armstead he's an incredible athlete he came out of iowa ready to run wide zone as a center he was making reach blocks that i'd never seen a collegiate center make at, at least at that time and for whatever reason he kind of fell in the draft and the Bengals passed him by in, in favor of billy price but you know they have an evaluation of, of what he was back then and i think he's only gotten better now he's not necessarily like the pro bowl type of player that maybe i thought he was going to be four years ago but he's a guy that i think should command some attention on the free agent market if the Bengals are serious at addressing one of those guard spots then i can't think of no better fit in their scheme than james daniels i mean we literally need like one more second for joe burrow to get the ball off it's not yeah. too much to ask I, yeah. yeah and i like those guys from iowa the corn there has special hormones that make them huge huge yes, yes. yeah i love give him the corn He's actually only like 290 pounds, so he's kind of not huge. Well, they'll feed that. They'll feed the we'll Strong 290. You, you never know what's, what uh, Skyline Chili can do to a person. They bring him out here. He'll, he'll, he'll bulk up. He is from Ohio. Well, there you go. Yeah, so look, Mike, I don't know if you know, but we have a professor on our show. Right. Who is an expert in... I really, I, it's very hard to put your finger on it. Psychology, it yeah. horoscope, horoscopes. Right. Yeah. And he's yeah. here with his hojoscope. Yeah. So you might have noticed, Magic Mike, that I was able to read your mind, right? I was, I was able yeah. to see, yeah, because I knew you played football. That's because all Bengals fans are connected. After this game, our minds, our subconscious, it all has become one. Now, I, I am going to do something very different on this hojoscope. Courtney, could you bring in the other guys? Dadio, Dadio, 
bring in John. Now, instead of me speaking the horoscope, I'm going to say a word, and you guys tell me what I was going to say. Zach Taylor. Read my mind. Go. Puberty. Daddy, what was I going to say? Puberty. Puberty. Mike. He needs to go to the puberty of his coaching life. You get. You see, you're reading it. I was thinking something along those lines. Mike, what am uh, I thinking? Really concentrate, Mike. Big 12 player of the year. Yeah. You guys are close. Basically, I was thinking, look, why did he not do any sweeps? And why did he put Perrine in? And I have a theory about that. John, what's my theory? Read my mind. He was trying to outsmart the defense. Good. Why? Because it wasn't expected. Good. Why? Because why the hell would you give P. Ryan the ball in that situation? Yeah, you're getting to it. You're getting to it. I also think it was quite possible that Joe Burrow is more hurt than we think he was. And that the options were more limited than we think they were. I really think that the Joe Burrow knee situation, we're going to find out more about later. That looked like a pretty bad hurt. And we actually did find out about that. It was the, like a the, minor sprain. That news came out. Uh, that, that was just thinking that. Maybe that was better. exhilarating. Wow. The yeah. way he read our minds was amazing. <laughs> and Mike, I know I'm reading your mind right now when you're like, how do they keep the show going? How do they fund this show? And look, we have so many ways to fund this show. We have the Patreon. You can obviously join on Google. But now we have this new thing. It's called vino.app slash DH sports. And you go there, you put in your phone number. Look at that. You put in your phone number and you can text me and John and Hoji. And we will, we will text you. We will send you updates about the no. team, about it's the It's like lives, free therapy, the except instead of making your life better, we're just going to make it more complicated. Look, for people who want to support us. And interesting. They want, yeah, yeah, interesting. And they want something back. It's only $3 a month. And you will get a lot of insights. John, Three promise. swinging bachelors with nothing to do but answer your messages on an John app called is going Wino. To send Wino. You, think, and you can whine all you want. Did you get, did you get divorced Wino. again? Are you a bachelor yes. again? Yeah, oh, I'm a bachelor okay. again. Yeah, sorry to say. But look, yeah, you go to uh, winno.app slash sport. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. I know a lot of you need our love you and need support love. in this difficult time. Support. The yeah. Bengals, yes, the Bengals just... You don't technically have to send me anything because I can read your mind. That's true. But look, I think a lot of our fans would love to do this. And I will share all the, you know, the, the last act deals that I find at Macy's or, you know, all the different, uh, you know, any sort of special coupons you should be looking out for. John is going to send you a couple mini articles, I think. If you John, see right? any coupons for a good offensive line guard or tackle, send them to the front office. Yes. And uh, yeah, that is it. So go join on Google, it's, you know, and uh, subscribe, turn on notifications. Look, fight, follow, don't fight. He's a, he's a former player. Follow Mike Dantagata on, he's on the Sports Illustrated. 
all Bengals. He's also on the Lockdown Bengals podcast, which is the number two or number three podcast about the Bengals. Read John's articles on Cincy Jungle. Put the comments in the comment section. Yeah, some comments. Do, was it Bengals fake? underscore sense. About the refs, about the refs. So long as we Thank you for listening to the Believe Podcast Network. Do you believe? Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.